I just wanted to take a moment and just to thank those of you that have served our great country. We, we honor you today. As we celebrate Memorial Day and this weekend, we don't want to forget your sacrifice. And so we just wanted to say thank you. Personally, I want to say thank you. And we want to remember those that have gone before us and have fallen before us uh, because they sacrificed their lives. They're brave and their courage. And so we want to honor them today. So I want to call for just a moment of silence as we honor those who have fallen before us. Father, we thank you today. We thank you, God, for this great country that we get to live in. God, we thank you for the men and the women that have served this great country, Father. We thank you uh, for the lives, Lord Jesus, that were, uh, were given, Father God, so that we may enjoy the freedom. And we honor them today, Lord God. We honor, we remember the sacrifice. And God, we, just, we thank you, Father, for your goodness to us, God, to be able to experience the freedoms that we get to. God, we give you praise today, and we just thank you for all your goodness to us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I, I feel it's always appropriate uh, to honor, to honor where, uh, to give honor where honor is due. And honor is definitely due this Memorial Day weekend. Amen? Yes. Memorial Day is tomorrow. For some, it is a, a day off. Anybody have tomorrow off? For some, it's a day where we get to sleep in. Anybody enjoy sleeping in? Hallelujah. Memorial Day is the start of the summer. That's when they officially start summer. It's the start of vacation season. Anybody ready for summer? Anybody ready for a vacation? I figured I'd see everybody's hands there. Memorial Day is a day to remember, though. It's a day to remember. And so one of the ways that we remember is by seeing pictures. One of the ways that we remember is by seeing memorials. And so that's what I want to talk to you today about memorials. A memorial is something, a structure, or an item that reminds us of a person or reminds us of an event. It's, it's something that we do to honor. It's something that is created to honor those. And so I want to show you, if we can, uh, a couple of memorials. What is this memorial? The Washington, Washington Monument. Next one. Iwo Jima. Next Anybody know what this one is? The Twin Tower Memorial. Next, Mount Rushmore. And did anybody know what this one is? This memorial. Nobody knew in the first service either. This is a memorial of the Titanic. The Titanic. It's the memorial of the Titanic. When we see these memorials, we're reminded of what took place. We're reminded of the person. We were reminded of the details. And uh, we all have different memorials in our lives uh, that remind us of different things. And I brought, I brought a couple of memorials of mine I want to share with you. This first one here is one of my favorites. This is called the Metal Man. Anybody see the Metal Man here? This is a memorial to me. I'll tell you the story behind this. Uh, this was a gag gift uh, in Sonny's family. And everybody, you know, they got it passed around on Christmas. You knew... If this was wrapped, you knew what you got. And uh, they did, nobody liked it in the family, so they just kept passing around as a gag gift. Well, when we got it, I loved it. 
I just thought it was so cool, so I wanted to keep it. You know, I didn't want to pass it along. And so they had to have this big old family meeting, and they had to call the board of elders, and they had to vote on it, and they had to, to do all these things because nobody has ever wanted to keep it because they, they think it's ugly, but I think it's awesome. And it, it reminds me, it's a memorial to me because uh, that's when I, I, I felt accepted into Sonny's extended family, when they granted me the metal man. They granted us, and so it has a prominent place in our hallway. Sonny won't let it go in the living room. But it's got, it's got a prominent place in the hallway there, and it's a memorial to me. That's when I, I got accepted into uh, the extended family of Sonny. I've got one more here. This is a staff, and uh, this, this is a memorial to me. It, it, it's in my office there. It reminds me of uh, a service that I attended where I received my ordination, and I uh, you know, I worked hard and I did my studies and, and um, you know, I finally had, had gone through and received the ordination and they prayed over me and they handed me this staff. And I can remember the, the exact details. I remember who prayed over me. I remember what they said. I remember how I felt. I felt this, this supernatural just ability, this anointing came upon me when, when, I was, when I was ordained. I can remember. I can go to back to the details. But it's the memorials. It's when I look at this, I know I can remember. When I look at the metal man, I know I can remember. Memorials have been around for such a long time. They've been around a long time. They help us remember. They help us to cherish those events, those details. And let me tell you, God instructs. He instructs his people to construct memorials. He did this throughout the entire Old Testament, and he did it for a purpose. He did it for a reason. And if you turn with me, go get your Bibles, and if you turn with me to Joshua... Chapter 4, we're going to start in verse 1. Joshua chapter 4, verse 1. And it came to pass, when all the people had completely crossed over the Jordan, that the Lord spoke to Joshua. Take for yourselves twelve men from the people, one man from every tribe, and command them, saying, Take for yourselves twelve stones from here, out of the midst of the Jordan, from the place where the priest's feet stood firm. You shall carry them over with you and leave them in the lodging place where you lodge tonight. Then Joshua called the twelve men whom he had appointed from the children of Israel, one man from every tribe. And Joshua said to them, Cross over before the ark of the Lord your God into the midst of the Jordan. And each one of you Take up a stone on your shoulder, according to the number of the tribes of the children of Israel, that this may be a sign among you when your children ask in time to come, saying, What do these stones mean to you? Then you shall answer them, that the waters of the Jordan were cut off before the ark of the covenant of the Lord. When it crossed over the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off. And these stones shall be for a memorial to the children of Israel forever. I want to talk to you today about memorials. I want to talk to you today about the importance of having a memorial. And in Joshua chapter 4, we see that it was important to have a memorial. God instructed Joshua to, to do this. And let me give you some background on this. Uh, Joshua was the leader of the Israelites. Moses is, is gone now. Moses has passed away. And Joshua is taking that lead role. 
And God tells Joshua, I'm going to let you go into the promised land. I want, you to do, I want you to own it. You own it. Go over to it. And so he uh, sends over two spies to check out the land. And the two spies come back and they say, yes, we can take it. The, the only problem is it's, a, it's across the Jordan River. And so Joshua prepares the people. He tells the people, we are going to the promised land. We are going over to take the land. And so he was preparing all the men, all the women, all the children, all the goats, all the cats, all the dogs. Everybody was going to the promised land, but they had to cross the Jordan. Some scholars say that uh, there was well over 2 million people that were going to have to cross over this uh, Jordan River into the promised land. And I don't know much about the Jordan River at this time. I know that it was at flood stage. The Bible tells us that. I know that there was no bridge, but I know that that is where God was going to perform a miracle. God's hand was going to be upon the Jordan. Uh, Joshua 3, verse 5, it says, Consecrate yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do amazing things among you. How many think crossing the Jordan River on dry ground is pretty amazing? That's a pretty amazing thing that God had done. We know the rest of the story. They all went over. They took the land. The walls of Jericho came down, and they... Uh, they lived there in the promised land. But I want to focus on the memorial. I want to focus on the memorial that Joshua and the Israelites made. I don't know if you caught this or not, but there was some work involved in, in this memorial. First thing is that they had to believe in faith. They had to believe in faith. Joshua told the people, tomorrow God is going to do something amazing in you. To God, tomorrow God is going to do something amazing here. We have to have faith. What if they didn't have faith to believe that? What if they said, oh, Joshua, we've heard that a million times before. What if? What if? See, I think, I think we might have missed it. I think Joshua and the Israelites may have missed it if they didn't have faith to believe. And I think we sometimes miss it when we don't believe. We've got to have faith to believe. We've got to exercise our faith, and, and great things will happen. My prayer is that God strengthen my faith each and every day. Strengthen my faith. Help me to believe, even when it's crazy talk. Walking across the river where it's dry. That's crazy talk, but help me to believe, God. Help me to believe that you are going to do amazing things. Faith is not instant. It's, it's, a, it's a work in progress. And we should be praying daily, God, strengthen my faith. But not only did they have to have faith to believe, but then they actually had to do some physical work. They had to grab something. Joshua's instructions were for them to pick up and to carry the stones to make a memorial. They had to do some physical work for the memorial. Just like, you know, I had to bring these, these in. And uh, I scraped up my hands. And, and, but, but it was physical work bringing these in here. They just didn't magically appear and float out. There was physical work bringing them in. There was physical work that had to take place for the Israelites to construct a memorial. See, sometimes I think we just we get lazy and we just expect everything. But God's saying, yeah, I'm a, I want you to work a little bit. I want you to work. We need to have faith but, and we need to have a willingness to work. Check this out. In the middle of the miracle of the parting of the river, they grabbed a hold of something to prepare a memorial. In the middle of your miracle, God is doing miracles in our lives. In the middle of your miracle, I challenge you, grab a hold of something. Grab a hold of something that you can make a memorial unto Him. Grab a hold of something that you, you know that it came from Him and it reminds you of the details. Let me give you an example. You know, if God gives you a promise through his word or through a pastor, through an evangelist or whatever, have faith to believe that word. Have faith to believe that word. And then do some work on your part. Maybe you write that down in your Bible. Maybe you uh, write that down in a journal. Maybe you make a t-shirt of what it says. I don't know. Do some work. Do some work so that you're reminded, so it's a memorial, so you're reminded of what God spoke. 
A few years ago, Sonny and I were in a church in Tulsa, and we had a, uh, a prophet come in. And they called us forward and they prayed over us. And, and I can remember what the prophet told me, what they spoke over us, is that there would be, that doors would be, amazing doors would be open for us. And he's, he said that God is giving you a spirit of creativity. God is giving you a spirit of innovativeness. And I, I, I didn't understand all of that at the time when he spoke that, but I wrote it down. I wrote it down. I, I believed, I had faith to believe, and then I wrote it down. But I did a step further. I went and got the CD and I, I cut the CD to exactly where he was speaking to me. See, it's not only having faith to believe, but then we've got to do some work on our part. We've got to do some work to make a, a memorial unto God. Because listen, the fact is, is that God has done a lot of great things for us. God has done a lot of great things in us. And let us make a memorial to recall every detail, to have, to, to have the faith that God speaks and to do the work that he's called us to do so that we can remember how many of you guys have your Bibles with you? If you got your Bibles, I want you to, not all, these, not all Bibles have it, but I want you to turn to your, your first uh, couple of pages. There's marriages, there's deaths in there, and then there's a page that says occasions to remember. You, your Bible may have this, your Bible may not have this. But my Bible's got occasions to remember in it. It's got a page there. And I want that to be a memorial unto God because God has done some incredible things so I want to write that down write those things down so that I can look at it so I can remember so I can give God praise occasions to remember how many Bibles have that any okay there's a couple not every Bible has that but I challenge you if you've got a blank piece of paper in your Bible or you got empty pages make that a occasions to remember make that a memorial page where you write things down I want to read you just a couple of mine January 9 2010 Reagan prayed the sinner's prayer. That's an occasion to remember. That's a memorial unto God where she, she accepted Jesus. And I'm so thankful. Uh, June 3rd, 2010, we leave Jasonville and we start here in La Palma. That's a, that's a, a great occasion for us. Those are doors that only God opened for us. And so that's a memorial unto Him, and we want to remember those things. I want to tell you this morning, I want to give you a couple of reasons why memorials are important. So if you've got some paper or you, you have an iPad or something like that, write these things down. Reasons why memorials are important. The first one is that memorials show honor to God. They show honor to God. We must not forget to, to show honor to God. Joshua 4, 21 through 23, what do these stones mean? Tell them that Israel crossed the Jordan on dry ground. For the Lord your God dried up the Jordan before you until it all had crossed over. The memorial was set up to show honor to God. And, and I, picture, uh, I picture stones much bigger than these. I picture them heavier. I picture them maybe jagged. And, and just I don't picture the little, little pebbles like this here. I picture these huge stones. So to make a memorial unto God was, was hard work. It wasn't something easy. They, it, was, it could have been awkward, it could have been heavy, but it was worth it because they wanted to show honor to God. They wanted to show honor to God and say, okay, God, look what you did. We want to bless you. We want to thank you. We want to show honor to you. So we're going to create this memorial. Whatever the price is, no matter how heavy they are, no matter how awkward or how bulky they may be, I want to pay that price. I want to show you honor. Let me ask you this. Where is your memorial for what God has done for you? Where is your memorial do you have one of what God has done for you? Because God has done some incredible things for us. God is worthy 
of a memorial in each and, every, each and every one of our lives. I want you to stop and think, where would you be without God? Where would you be? He's done some incredible things. He's provided for some of you in some crazy ways. He's provided for some, in crazy ways. He has healed some, some of you instantly in this room and around these altars. He has restored some broken relationships. He has given words of prophecy to some. He's delivered from drugs and alcohol and dangerous addictions. Our God is worthy of a memorial. He's worthy to be praised. Amen. Are you sleeping? Don't sleep. He has saved a majority of us from the punishment that we, that we deserve. He has rescued us from Satan's grasp. He has saved us from a fiery pit of hell. He has made a way to, to him through his son. Our God is worthy of a memorial. He's worthy to be praised each and every day. We should stand and we should give him praise every single day of our lives because he's worthy, church. He's worthy of a memorial. We should show him honor. Let me tell you how we can show him honor. We show him honor through our words. By praising God, by worshiping God, we honor him. By speaking life, not death. By speaking positive, not negative. We are honoring God. Our words can be so powerful for both good and for bad. We need to bring honor to God through our words. Speak uplifting words. Speak positive words. We should honor God through our bodies. Through our bodies. 1 Corinthians 6.20 You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your body. Let me ask you, do you honor God with your body? Do you honor Him with what you allow into your body? Do you honor God with what you allow to come into your mind? Do you honor God with what you allow to come into your heart? Is your heart full of, uh, of bitterness? Is, is it honorable to God what's inside your heart? Is it honorable to God what's inside your mind? Is it honorable to God what's inside your gut? Is it honorable to God? We should honor God with our bodies. Our, our bodies can be a memorial unto God. Honor Him. We should honor Him with everything. Uh, 1 Corinthians 10, 31. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Let's honor God with everything that we have. Let, our, let us be a memorial unto God. Let us be a memorial unto Him to show Him honor, to show Him that He is worthy of everything that we can give and so much more. A memorial shows honor to God. Every time that the, the Israelites and Joshua would look at the memorial... They would, would show honor to God. God, thank you. God, we praise you. God, you're so awesome. Let me tell you another thing that memorials can do. Memorials can show the world how powerful God is. Memorials can show the world how powerful our God is. Joshua 4, 24. He did this so that all the peoples of the earth might know that the hand of the Lord is powerful. He parted the Jordan so that everybody would know that He is powerful. Church, our world needs to know how powerful our God is, and memorials can tell them. Memorials can tell the world how powerful our God is. Last week, Pastor Steve challenged us to go out and to share the good news, to share the gospel. We should be sharing the, the birth of Jesus. We should be sharing the life of Jesus, the death of Jesus, the resurrection of Jesus. We should be doing, sharing the good news. And let me tell you how we can do that. We can do that through a memorial. We can do that by, by having something that can, can start a conversation about God. Something that the world can see. Joshua could take his grandchildren. He could take his aunts, his uncles, his distant relatives. He could take anybody and everybody to the memorial. And they would walk up and they could see this, this, a bunch of stones here. And they may ask, Joshua, what's this about? And then Joshua would tell, oh, let me tell you how powerful our God is. 
See, a memorial can show people how powerful our God is. He could point to that and say, this is what God did. Let me ask you, do you have anything on you that could point people to God? Is there anything in your wallet, guys, that could point people to God? Is there anything in your purse, ladies, that could point people to God? Is there anything that you have on your person that can act as a memorial that could point people to God? I challenge you, we need to have something that when they look at it, they can say, hey, what is that about? And we can instantly say, let me tell you what God did. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you, it acts as a memorial. It's a conversation starter. Is there anything in your car, a license plate, a sticker, anything that could start a conversation about God? See, that's what we need. We need some conversations being started about God. And, and a memorial is an easy way to do that. We have something there that is just a conversation starter. When I first got my, my first car, it was this brown car, and it was awesome. I'm just telling you. It was a four-door Oldsmobile. It was in the 80s. And, um, the, and it, was, it was those old that you push the buttons on the radio. And I, didn't even, I don't even think I had an antenna, so I couldn't get any clear reception. And so what I did, because I wanted to be cool, you know, so I went and got a boom box or a radio or whatever you call those things, and I had to go get batteries because my car was too outdated for an electrical thing. And so I got batteries, and I put them in the boom box, and I put it down on the, the floorboard of the passenger seat, and I would crank that up, some, some rap music, Christian, of course, some Christian rap music, and then I would start cruising the strip like I was somebody cool. And then to make things better, and, and like, again, I, I, I thought I was just so cool and so awesome, I had the idea that I'm going to put a can of Spam in my front window, so I put a can of Spam, and I don't know why, I just thought it was cool. So I put a can of Spam in the front window, and I thought, yeah. And so I'd cruise the strip with my rap music going on and the can of Spam. And the, I thought, man, this is pretty cool. So then I started getting multiple cans of Spam. And so my whole window was lined with cans of Spam. And people would ask me, what do you have Spam in your car for? And I just would tell them, I'm cool like that. I'm cool like that. So they would hear the rap music, they would see the cans of Spam, and then they would ask me. But here's the point. It was a conversation starter. A can of Spam in the window was a conversation starter that allowed me to converse with people. If you and I have a can of Spam in our window, if we have some kind of memorial, I don't suggest Spam, but if you have some kind of memorial on you or in your car or on your shelves or something, somebody might ask, hey, what is that about? And then you have an instant conversation. It can be a conversation starter. I use spam as a conversation starter. Maybe you can use something else. I encourage you, do something else. Some might have some trouble initiating a conversation with God, you know, with people about God. But, but maybe you will jump in after, after it's already started. A memorial is a way to do that. Because you can just, they'll look at it and they'll begin to wonder, and then they'll ask, well, what is that about? And then you instantly have a door to walk through. Let me tell you what it's about. But it requires you and I having a memorial. It requires us to, to think outside the box and to, to do something different. To do something different. Does anybody know what this is? You see that? It's not spam. <laughs> it's yeah, can't, a piece of spam. This is a piece of a clay pot. And I wrote on it July 18th. Last year, Pastor Steve preached a message on July 18th about a broken pot. And he talked about how we need to be broken, and, and he encouraged all of us to grab a piece of this. And so I grabbed one, and I put it on my shelf up in my office. 
And from time to time, I'll have people come into my office and they'll see this little piece of clay with a, with a, number, with a number on it. And they'll say, well, what is that about? What is that? And then I have an instant conversation. Well, let me tell you. And the door is open just like that. It's as simple as that, church. Just having a little token, having a little memorial that God can use to open crazy doors, to have conversations. They need to know. The world needs to know that our God saves. The world needs to know that our God heals, that the world needs to know that our God provides for, that he encourages, that he loves. Our world is broken. They are confused. They need to know that we have a God that is real. We have a God that is powerful. We have a God that can set them free. And you and I can tell them. We need to tell them. We must tell them. We've got to use our words. Like Pastor Steve encourages, we've got to use our words. We've got to definitely use our lifestyle and live the right life. But I want to tell you, we can use memorials. We can use memorials. Find something that God has done for you. Grab a hold of it, just like Joshua and the, and the Israelites. They grabbed a hold of something in the middle of the miracle. Grab a hold of something and use that as a memorial unto him. Now let me throw a caution God has done so many great things in our lives that literally we could have hundreds and hundreds of these little tokens, hundreds of these little memorials that we have all around us. We have to guard ourselves that it doesn't become about us. That's all about God. So, so in your memorials, in your tokens, remember that it's all about Him. It's all, it must be all about Him. He's the one that has provided. He is the one that has done these things. He is the one. It's all about Him, not about us. But memorials show honor to God. They show the world how powerful our God is, and they need to know. But the last thing that memorials can do is they remind us. They simply remind us. If you still have your Bibles, let's check out verse 4. So Joshua called together the 12 men that he had pointed from the Israelites, one from each tribe. And he said to them, Go over before the ark of the Lord your God in the middle of the Jordan. Each of you is to take up a stone on his shoulder, according to the number of the tribes of the Israelites, to serve as a sign among you. In the future, when the children ask, What do these stones mean? Tell them that the flow of the Jordan was cut off before the ark of the covenant of the Lord. When it crossed the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off. These stones are to be a memorial to the people of Israel forever. These stones are to serve as a sign. These stones are to serve as a memorial. They are to remind us. They are to remind us of how good our God is. I think we forget from time to time. I think we forget where we came from. We forget the rough backgrounds that we have. Maybe we forget that we dabbled in, in, in a false religion or, or we were hurt or we were broken and God restored us and God healed us. I think from time to time we forget and we need to be reminded of what God has done in our life. We need to be reminded because He's done incredible things. And so a memorial reminds us. It reminds us. And let's just face it, you and I, we forget stuff. We forget stuff. How many have uh, been to the supermarket and you, you have your grocery list and as soon as you get home, you realize that you forgot something on your list. You forget your milk or your bread or whatever. We all forget stuff. How many would forgot an anniversary or a birthday? Oh, nobody's going to raise their hands on that one. Wives, husbands, forget. How many have forgot your child anywhere? Oh, yes. I will tell you, I have forgotten my child there was one time that Sunny went home early, or no, she left work, and she was home, and she told me 
make sure you get Reagan. And I said, got it. I'm going to get her. And lo and behold, I get in my truck, and I go home, and I realize that Sonny's home, and I'm home, but Reagan's not home. And I had forgot Reagan at school. And so I had to get back in the truck, and I had to, to come here and, and get her. And luckily, she, she never realized that anybody was gone and that she, wasn't le- that she didn't realize she had been left. Um, but now when Sonny tells me to get Reagan, she will call me. She will send me a text, and she will even call Ashley and say, Hey, Ashley, can you put a note on my door to remind me to get Reagan? So she'll do these things because she knows that I forget. We all forget. And so I think it would be fair to say from time to time, you and I forget what God has done in our life. We forget, and we need to be reminded. We need to be reminded. Joshua, being the leader of the Israelites, he had a lot of responsibility. He had a lot of things on his plate. And you know, I bet from time to time, he probably forgot of what God had done. But I promise you, every time that he would come to this, every time that he'd be walking around and he would come to the 12 stones, he would come to the memorial, he would remember, oh yeah. And he would show honor to God. God, thank you for the miracle that you did. And anybody that he was with, he would tell them, let me tell you what God did. He dried up the, 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 the river and, and we walked over on dry ground and, and blah, 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 blah. He would tell them. But it also reminded him of the details. See, I want to tell you that God is in the details. God is in the details. He cares about every detail. He cares about it. When we were children's pastors, we would tell the kids and they would pray, have prayer requests for all crazy things. Can you pray that I find my orange crown? It was gone. You know, we would pray over all these little things. And I would tell them that, you know, God cares about the details. God cares about the details. He did for Joshua, and he does for you and for I. For, for I? Does that sound right? Yeah, okay. We're going with it. Um, let's check out these details. The waters would be cut off. In verse 13, as soon as the priest would carry the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth, set foot in the Jordan, its waters flowing downstream would be cut off. How do you cut off water from a river? I don't know. Only God can do that. God is in, that's a detail. God is in the details. The water would stand up in a heap. At the end of that verse, and, the, and it stand up in a heap. And I don't know if, you know, when they're walking, if they could see fish jumping around or whales or whatever's in a river. I don't know. Um, jumping around in this. There could be whales. I don't know. Crazy whales in a river. But the water standing up in a heap. That's a detail. Who can do that? Only God can do that. Only God can can make water stand up. Crossing on dry ground. The whole nation had completed crossing on dry ground. That's a detail. Can you fathom, you know, right where there was a river that was in flood stage and everything was wet, that they were crossing over on dry ground? That's crazy. That's crazy talk right there. That's a detail. That is a detail. I can't even get it. I can't fathom. Twelve stones from the middle is the detail. Joshua 4, verse 3, and tell them to take up 12 stones from the middle of the Jordan. That's a detail in the middle of the Jordan. God didn't want stones from one side of the bank. He didn't want stones from the other side of the bank. He didn't want 13 stones or 4 stones. He wanted 12 stones from the middle. God is in the detail. God is in the detail. If He was in the detail for Joshua and the Israelites, I guarantee He's in the details of our lives. 
And he cares, church. He cares. And so let's let him be the Lord of the details. Let's let him be the God of the situation. Let's let him take care because he can do it far better than we can. Far better than we can. Memorials remind us of, of what God has done and truly how awesome he is. I put, just, I put these stones here, and, and like I said earlier, I don't know if it, it was bigger or smaller. I, I tend to think that they were these huge stones. Um, but they were important. They were important to God. They were important to the Israelites so that much could be accomplished as we look at this memorial. And much could be, you know, much of God could be honored. Much of the world would know how powerful he is that we would remember the details. It's important that we get this, church, on this Memorial Day weekend that we have a memorial unto God to recall how good he is. Pastor Moses, I want you to come and, and to play something. Memorial Day is more than a day off. It's more than the start of summer. It's more than the start of vacation season. It's remembering those that have fallen before us. It's a memorial unto them. We have a memorial that's sacred, and it's, it's our flag. We, we honor the flag. We, we remind ourselves what it stands for. We tell others, and you know, others see about our freedom. It's sacred to us. It's sacred for our country. We need to have a sacred memorial for our God. We need to have something that, that we can tuck away, that, that we can maybe put on a shelf, or we can have in our pockets, or something that when we see it, we're reminded of that, that God had done something so, so powerful. We need to have something that, that we can show honor to God, something that we can tell the world of how awesome He is because the world needs to know. We need to have a small token. And I don't know if you have any, any uh, token like this. I don't know if you have a memorial that you can have on your person. I want to challenge you. Take a memorial. Find a memorial. And let's give God the honor that He deserves. Let's show the world how powerful our God is. Let's be reminded of where we've come from and what He's done for us. Because He's done some incredible things. This morning, we've got little rocks. And the world will see that it's just a little rock. But I want to encourage you. I'm going to invite you to come and, and to take one in just a moment. I want this to be a memorial for you. And maybe on the rock you put today's date, or maybe you put don't forget, or maybe you put memorial, or maybe you put whatever you want to put on your rock. But I challenge you to grab a rock and to make it a memorial unto God, to show Him the honor, show the world, remind us of the details. Would you stand with me this morning? Father, I thank you today for your goodness to us. God, I thank you today that you love us so much, that you are in the details, God that you care for us so much, God. And I pray today, Lord, as we take a, a, a stone, Father, and, a, and act as a memorial unto you, God, that we would be able to show, uh, show the world how awesome you are, show honor to you, God, and to be reminded of what you've done in our lives. God, we thank you for this day, and, and Lord, we pray today that you would be glorified in all that is said and all that is done. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to invite you to come, and I want you to take a rock. Make it more than a rock. Make it a memorial unto God. Won't you come?